This is the VIP Podcast, Virginia in Politics. Let's listen to host Chris Saxman explore the personalities and policies that connect the Commonwealth. The VIP Podcast is brought to you by the VCTA, Broadband Association of Virginia and Virginia Free. The views and opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the VCTA and Virginia Free or our sponsors. Hi, Chris Saxman back on the VIP Podcast talking about retirements part two. Let's talk about those that have yet to happen. We saw recently this week Kathy Byron, delegate from Lynchburg, Campbell County, and Senator John Edwards from Roanoke City announced their retirements. Combined, they totaled up, let's see, oh, 28 and 26, 54 years of service between the two. Okay? Now, we're going to have a few more that probably won't be returning, possibly up to seven more uh, incumbents not returning as a result of their internal primary battles. Let's look at those, but let's run down the first, the, the list of those who might not be returning have yet to announce their intentions. Janet Howell, 32 years of service from Northern Virginia, uh, chair of the Finance and Appropriations Committee in the Senate. Emmett Hanger has yet to make his intentions known. We believe here at the VIP podcast that Emmett Hanger will move into another district to run against already announced delegate Chris Head. And that's Senate District Number 3 in the Shenandoah Valley, Stanton, uh, Waynesboro, Augusta County, Rockbridge, on down to Botetourt. Mark Peak, it's considered widely accepted that Mark Peak will not challenge Steve Newman for that nomination, but Steve Newman still has to make his intentions known for the Senate District based in, in Lynchburg. Uh, Mark Peake with six years of service. Linwood Lewis on the Eastern Shore. Oh, I don't know his intentions just yet. It's a very difficult district for him to win straight up. Uh, 20 years of service from Linwood. I served with him in the House of Delegates. A good man. And they'll have to determine uh, which directions that district is going to go. Uh, Kay Corey versus Marcus Simon. I've yet to hear anything on what these two are going to do. They have been lumped together, these incumbents, delegates from Northern Virginia around Falls Church, and what they're going to do. Um, one of them will not be returning, Okay. Also, one of whom will not be returning is either Will Wampler or Israel O'Quinn. Again, it's one of these widely accepted rumors that people just go with around here. They've heard this, they've heard that. But it's the understanding that Israel O'Quinn will be the one to return and not Will Wampler. Um, as a result of Wampler's decision to uh, voluntarily not seek the seat as they have been lumped together. It's about a 50-50 district should they do that. But uh, Will Wampler might have other, other plans for his, for his future. Active nomination battles. These are the ones that are coming up. The big one on the, on the uh, Capitol Square that we're talking about, Lu Louise Lucas versus Lionel Spruill, combined almost 60 years of General Assembly experience. Portsmouth, Chesapeake is going to have their uh, say in this matter. I, th I think if you look at the district, probably a little lean for Lionel Spruill, but uh, Louise Lucas, I wouldn't... I wouldn't <laughs> my advice to everyone is stay away from this one. Let them have their say. I've also heard rumors have been persistent. Again, they're just rumors uh, that Louise might be considering a move to Senate District 17 because it does have a bit of Portsmouth in it. Again, take any rumor in politics with a massive grain of salt. Creed Deeds versus Sally Hudson's Charlottesville Albemarle Center District. Creed Deeds, 30 years of service in the House and the Senate running against Delegate Sally Hudson for that Senate seat. Um, that's going to be one where you really see the generational shift in the state Senate. Uh, if Cree Deeds probably has a better name ID in Charlottesville, Admiral County, having served that district for over 20 years following the passing of Emily Couric, has, I would imagine, an um, infrastructure lead, but you never can tell in today's political world. Also in Prince William County, 
speaking of generational shifts, Jeremy McPike versus Elizabeth Guzman, Guzman, Senator McPike against Delegate Elizabeth Guzman, who ran recently for the Attorney General, not the Attorney General, the Lieutenant Governor nomination for the Democratic Party, uh, lost that one to Hala Ayala. Guzman is challenging McPike for the Senate. Um, again, it's one of those have to give a little bit of the advantage early on to McPike, given his years of service and better name ID in Prince William. But with those suburban districts, you have to understand there's a tremendous amount of turnover in the voters. People move in and people move out. And it's up to those incumbents to keep up with their constituents to make sure that they have that advantage that they otherwise would not have uh, in the situation of Guzman, who just hasn't been there as, as long as McPike. Marine March versus Ren Williams down in Southwest Virginia. This is Carroll County, Floyd, uh, Patrick County. Um, it favors geographically Ren Williams. I think the battleground there is going to be Carroll County, the toss up there. Um, again, out of the gate, just because the, 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 the nature of the districts have to give the slight advantage going in to Delegate Ren Williams. Other ones who have internal primary battles, Darius Clark in Hampton Roads, Dolores McQuinn here in the Metro Richmond area, and Buddy Fowler. But Buddy Fowler, uh, for Republicans, has drawn two candidates, and that's always an advantage for incumbents, to have two opponents who can divide the opposition. Darius Clark, Dolores McQuinn, both members of the Legislative Black Caucus, have their internal battles, and we'll see who the victors are there. That's a brief, quick rundown on the challengers to incumbents. Now, many of them come from within their parties and are, are incumbent on incumbent or sometimes House versus Senate, uh, the delegate running against a senator in the case of Guzman and McPike and Sally Hudson running against Credeeds. Also, we need to mention, uh, in Northern Virginia, I didn't want to gloss over this one or forget it, is Kathy Tran and former Speaker of the House Eileen Fillercorn, another district that favors uh, a particular candidate because of geography and previous service in that district. This one leans towards Kathy Tran. She released an internal poll saying uh, or showing that she was in, in, in ahead on name ID and favorables. But given Eileen Fillercorn's massive war chest, closing in on a million dollars, she can overcome that. And with a lot of groundwork and hiring people to knock on doors for her, she'll be a very competitive candidate for the return. I think that's District 19, 18 or 19. The new districts have, have, have been... Uh, allocated numerically. So Eileen Fillercorn probably has the, the advantage overall, but the early lead is for Kathy Trent. That's a quick wrap up on the other districts that will be determined by incumbents. Again, we're looking at about 450 years of service, not returning in January in 2024. Thanks for joining us on the VIP podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Thank you.